0: Hello, hello. Welcome to the Big Sister Podcast. I am Marissa, your big sister, host, and friend, here to chat with you about life, society, and culture, and to give you unsolicited advice. As you listen to this episode, imagine you're having coffee with a friend who sees you and loves you. New episodes drop every Monday with bonus episodes randomly dropping whenever I feel like it. So be sure to follow the podcast Instagram at The Big Sister Podcast so that you don't miss any random bonus episodes i am excited for today's topic um also i want to say i know that i did not upload last week but dude i didn't have i didn't have anything all right i didn't have any ideas if i'm being honest i had nothing so here we are now i've got content i've got stuff uh i swear these topics they just come to me now i have a whole list of things i want to talk about on this podcast. Uh, I just haven't, like, I have content, content ideas, but sometimes I just feel like it's not the right time to do an episode on it. Anyways, thank you so much for returning back to this, to this podcast. I genuinely appreciate it. Uh, I just feel like we're so official now. Like, do you hear the intro music? It goes hard, right? Shout out to Nathaniel, um, Nate Alfaro, I don't know if he's listening to this, but um, shout it to him. Um, last season and this season used his music. It's super fire. Uh, I would say go check him out, but I don't really know if he has his music anywhere. So for now, just just like clap wherever you're listening. Just hype him up because, yeah, the intro goes hard. I absolutely love it. Let's get into the content. Um the, the, the topic for today is surrounded about giving yourself grace, but more so it's also about the American dream and the concept of the American dream and kind of the things that are like wrong with it to a degree. Now, before you jump to conclusions and you're like, she's about to bash America, she's about to bash my home country. First of all, calm down. And number two, give me a chance. All right. Give me give me a chance. Give yourself grace. Now, I'm a, I'm a person who's kind of hard on myself. I don't know if you can relate to that. But if you're a perfectionist like me, or maybe you're a big dreamer, I am, and you're a big dreamer with high hopes for yourself, it can be difficult when you make mistakes or fall short. I am currently in this, this situation where I'm just being really hard on myself. And thankfully, I am surrounded by godly, awesome people who are there to kind of like encourage me, pick me back up. Maybe you feel guilt when you don't reach like certain expectations or maybe you feel shame when you let people down. Sometimes I feel guilt when I feel like especially being a wedding photographer, if I don't do something right, dude, sometimes I feel like it's a big deal. Sometimes I give myself grace. Other times I'm just super hard on myself when I really feel like I dropped the ball. It's so when, when you're kind of just this person who may feel guilt or shame. Uh, maybe you're a people pleaser. It, it, it's awesome when you have like a caring and empathetic heart, but it can be difficult because you have a caring, empathetic heart. Sometimes people with caring and uh, who are caring and have empathy, they kind of wish they didn't so that they wouldn't care as much. And that's That's how I felt for a while. I was like, I wish I didn't feel this way. I wish I didn't care as much. Uh, Eventually, I would say now I'm at this place where I, I still do care, but I do realize that it's not a reflection of me or my worth, so I don't take it as seriously. But it's important to still care and have empathy, but not to blame yourself, to give yourself grace. It's important that you don't drive yourself to insanity in order to please people. I was talking to my friend and she kind of just was like, oh yeah, I I say yes to, to, to everything. I'm kind of a people pleaser. And so it kind of stresses her out. She's saying yes to everything and then she's not able to commit. And my thing as a person is like, I'd rather that you don't commit and you keep your word about not committing or you change your mind in the end, then you say yes and then you bail last minute. That will piss me off. That will make me angry. It's like, all right, you just put me in this position. You, you, you said something, you didn't do it. That hurts. That, that's kind of betrayal. Like you, you broke your word. Now it's kind of this thing where it's like, can I trust you in the future? Can I trust what you're going to say? Or are you just someone who just says crap and doesn't mean it? We have to have integrity. And it's okay if you, if you mess up every now and then. But the most important thing is just learning from your mistakes. Give yourself grace. And I think the more that we give ourselves grace, the more that we can better perform, better execute. It is important. It is important that you don't drive yourself to insanity in order to reach unrealistic standards that you set for yourself or other people set for you. I speak from understanding and experience. I have such high standards for myself. I know what I'm capable of, but at the same time, it's like I feel the need to prove my awesomeness, right? In a weird way. I feel the need to prove my capability to myself and to others. I also strive so hard to accomplish so much in such a short amount of time in order to feel like, you know, I'm just... It's, it's kind of like an ego boost to a degree. And also, it feels like I'm proud of myself, and then also, in return, I feel like someone else is proud of me. And why? Why do we strive so hard when Christ has already deemed us as enough and worthy? God does not deem our worthiness or his love based on our ability to accomplish a certain task or based on our success, right? His love is consistent, consistent despite our flaws, despite our mistakes, despite our sins and and we know that, right? We know, we understand that. But the the actually believing it is is where there's some dissonance, where we kind of struggle. Like, does he still love me even when I fail? And he does. That's why if God gives us grace, how much more should we give ourselves grace? But also, the concept of grace, the more that we dive into it, the more obedient we naturally become. You know what I mean? All right. We have such a strong mentality that is striving for success, that is striving to be the bestest friend or the best individual, the best entrepreneur, the best, the prettiest girl, right? The, that girl, you know, the, you know, the one that, in the Christian world, it's like there's definitely a tendency to hype up girls and uh, their spiritual spirituality and their walk with God, which is kind of stupid because it's like, dude, guys, we're Christian. We're like not supposed to be doing that. We're supposed to be kind of doing the opposite. Right. But why do we do this? It's It's because America. Americans are taught to strive for the American dream. Hear me out. The American dream is very inspiring right gives us ambition but at the same time it can be detrimental to your mental health because if you're if you're not constantly working creating or striving or dreaming you're considered lazy if you close your eyes or even rest for a second you're behind you're behind of the whole world you have to just keep creating content if you want to keep up with the trends you have to keep creating content if you want more followers or if you want to build engagement right if you fall or fail whatsoever, you can be canceled in an instant, right? You do something wrong, it's over, man, now, granted, there are some things that people do. It's like yeah you should you should get canceled for that one, buddy. um, but then there's other things that's like, dude, was that was that really a as big of a deal as we're making it?" Or like we we forget the humanity aspect of of people. Kind of like, especially in the secular world, it's like we're we're expecting all these people to be awesome and amazing, and when they don't real live to our expectations, we judge them, we criticize. Like TikTok is a is very it's it's just very critical, which is why I'm scared to like post things on there because it's like everyone's judging, everyone's critiquing. But at the same time, everyone's saying they're not judging and let everyone be themselves but at the same time if you if you say something that people don't like they're definitely going to critique you and everyone's going to be hating you in the comments like it's so contradictory so how do we serve or live in a world that is so high standard how do we serve people or surround ourselves with people who seem to lack intimacy understanding or they're just completely centered around themselves, like it's just self gratification all the time. How how do we live in that? The American dream isn't just about work or workforce or jobs, even though that's mainly the context the word the American dream is used in. The American dream can apply to the American beauty standard, or uh, and, and 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 to a degree, or really, really, it's society that's making the beauty standard. And uh, we were deciding what the beauty standard is. And then we have the audacity to complain about the beauty standard. Now, obviously, there are things that we're trying to reverse that brands made, um, that brands and and companies made. But at the same time, we are the market. Notice how brands and companies start to shift once the market and society decided we want more. We want inclusiveness. Um, Diversity wasn't a thing until we made diversity a thing until like 2016 2020 when we started yelling it off the rooftops and now it's all diverse like people are saying people will often when you when you talk about diversity and including other people or people of color people will often say well people are included their brands are very diverse dude that just happened in like 2020 Right. Like 2019, we started seeing all these different shades of color, like maybe 2016. Like, that's not that long. Right. We're just now doing it. And why? Because the market demanded for it to the point where it was like, we'll cancel you. And and it's almost amazing how cancel culture has become a thing recently in the the last couple of years where we realize, oh, my gosh, as a people group, we are so strong, strong enough to cancel a whole entire individual strong enough to cancel a whole entire brand to the point where people will just come together to hate one thing like that's we've got power guys like we could overthrow the government now now i'm not saying we should overthrow the government in case like you know uh i don't know in case biden or someone important's listening to this i don't know i'm just kidding but What I'm saying is that we have so much power. We decide the market. We decide uh, the trends. We decide the new apps that people think of. Like they're all it's all based on the younger demographic Gen Z currently. And and if it's all based on us, a lot of the things that we're complaining about, we could change. So the American beauty standard or a beauty standard. I'm just going to say the beauty standard in general. Many, many people complain about this beauty standard. They say it's impossible, but I disagree. Uh, I believe that the culture of modern day America has shifted. The beauty standard is no longer a niche or limited. It's achievable enough for a certain amount of people to the point that it's attractive. What I mean is that the current beauty standard has elevated to include more people. So it's more inclusive, but it excludes enough people that it's still deemed desirable and achievable. No wonder BBLs are so popular. The new body standard is achievable for many people, whether it's through surgery or working out, but it's still unachievable for many people to the point. It's still desirable. You, you get it? Like the culture and beauty standard is so contradictory that the standard is becoming exclusive and inclusive at the very same time. How do we live in a world that pulls in so many different directions? People want to look good for their Instagram feed, their boyfriend, their girlfriend. Everyone wants to make a business or be an entrepreneur, which is making the market so competitive and saturated, causing everyone to become workaholics and self-absorbed. But it's just being dem- demonstrated in different ways. It's being demonstrated as a content creator and instead of a doctor or a lawyer or whatever, right? It, burnout is still very much prevalent. It's just being shown in different ways ways. Now what what's funny also is that we like if someone works a nine to five or if they work in uh, Starbucks or they work in a salon or wherever they work like you hear those stories on TikToks where it's people sharing their stories and it's like these crazy stories of like oh yeah like have this dumb customer and they complain right like definitely that happens of course but it's becoming a thing where it's like hey if 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 a company of a mass corporation like starbucks and and you work there from nine to five or you work there from your your shifts at five a m you leave at one p m you should not have to overwork that's what basically the new like um the it that's the new concept um and i I agree because essentially our generation is saying, hey, you're overworking us and we're getting paid like not that much, so we're not gonna do more than we're we're gonna do the minimum we're gonna do our job qualifications. We're not going to go above that just for you to pay us the same amount, which I definitely understand. I definitely get. But what's funny is that be- because people don't want to work those jobs, they're creating their own businesses. So entrepreneurship is becoming is ge- becoming explosive to the point it's like kind of not manageable. <laughs> and so all these businesses, all these things are being created. And um but the thing is that when you're an entrepreneur and I'm an entrepreneur myself, if you're doing all these these jobs or if you're doing your if you have your own business you're working just as much even or even more than you would if you worked at like a starbucks so it's really pros and cons you can work from five to one and then after you get off your shift you don't have any more work to do or you can be an entrepreneur where you basically make your own schedule can work whenever you want but most of the time you are working you're like working all the freaking time i do i i'm always editing always thinking about what i need to do next like that's the life of being an entrepreneur when you make your own income it's like okay i gotta keep working if i like want to actually make money and it, it it's funny it's like it, the the concept now or the construct of like we're not going to do more i i mean i'm not disagreeing with it but I'm not going to do more than what my job qualification is. You're not going to make me work overtime. You're not going to, you know, take away from my break because people have been treated horribly in the workforce. Like, uh, literally, they'll, they'll be working and then uh, taking a break, taking a lunch break, and you, you're you 10 minutes in. You still have 20 minutes left, and they want you to clock back in. Like, what what the crap, dude? Like, I'm a human being. I need to eat. But they they kind of just work you, work you like you're an animal. And people are done with that. They're over it, right? Right? And I I completely completely agree. So the American dream, it's it's funny because now it's it's becoming the American dream. It's still there, but it's it's looking different. And uh, people from other countries they still want to move here, uh, make a name for themselves, uh, or you know live a better life, get, have their. Create a better life for their family, but now the standards are completely changing. Uh, a lot of our generation doesn't want to do the jobs that need to be done. We all want to be entrepreneurs. It's just it's just inter- interesting, and so you know, I I find that intriguing. Where where social, where the social aspect is going, to, I, I'm just very interested to see what the next fifty years are going to look like all this to say it goes back to the overall topic and i would say that the overall topic is not necessarily giving yourself grace but the the striving mentality that um that the world has that america has specifically america specifically to the point where it's kind of changing our viewpoint in our mind of how we think we need to we need to operate in society or the way that we view working or the way that we view ourselves or the way we view our work ethic. It, it all affects our perception of whether we, you know, give ourselves grace or we just push ourselves to work harder, work harder, work harder. 2022 is kind of at this point where it's become a mix of all the previous years and, and now it's, it, 2022 is just, A mix of a a bunch of crap it there's so many groups and aesthetics there's so many different people and arguments happening that everyone is addicted or distracted by something everyone is striving and achieving for something and that's really what this episode is about the 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 striving and achieving uh workaholic mentality that we're kind of given through the social media error that we that we're in how does that make you feel social media is a platform promoting different things what is funny is that social media is not just pushing one agenda for a certain group or niche social media yes yes there's like a general general like social trend that goes on but at the same time your social media your tiktok is it's it's geared to your preferences. Notice how when you get ads, you're getting ads of things that you like, like the the algorithm is to your liking. And so a lot of people will be like, oh, social media is pushing this thing. And I, and I mean, I agree to that. I, I agree with that to a degree. But at the same time, you make your algorithm. So, yes, there's things that social media are going to push. But at the same time, a lot of the th- things that you're seeing, you you know, you're telling the algorithm what you want to see. And then social media is just becoming so diverse, it's it's pushing so many different things that it's causing division between so many different people groups. So many people disagree, and so it's it's just divisive. You know what I mean? Um, we are receiving so much information on a daily basis that we don't know what to do with it, and it's causing us to get tired. It's ta- it's causing us to get overwhelmed. And that's, that's what this is about. All these different factors, all all these different aspects of social media, all these different aspects of 2022 in life, it's causing us to be overwhelmed and tired. It's causing us to, you know, have a strive mentality. How do we deal with this? There has to be days where we're just taking a step back. There has to be a rest day. There has to be a Sabbath. There has to be a self-care day. And and there has just just a moment where we can pour back into ourselves and where we can think think freely without always having something or someone speaking to us or something um infiltrating our thoughts think about it you go into social media and you start thinking about things that weren't originally there that's the point of social media I haven't watched the documentary on Netflix about the effects of social media. I probably should watch it. But we all know that it has different effects on our brain and stuff. And there's enough podcast YouTube videos talking about social media and how unhealthy it is. But no one's no one's going to stop. All right. Like it's, it's the norm now. What we need to do is figure out how to not... It's going to affect us, but how can we minimize the effects so that we're not infiltrating and fueling so much information So the, to the point we're not overwhelmed or tired or uh, sad or constantly working or striving because even though social media is making it seem like, oh yeah, we should rest more and oh, we should pour into ourselves more and we shouldn't push ourselves at work, we're, we're just saying that just so we can go home and scroll on social media Longer. You know what I mean? We're always busy. We're always doing something. And I I, I wouldn't say there's necessarily a, 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 I'm not necessarily giving advice, but this is just something to think about. Uh, think about this as you're going along the rest of your day. Think about this. Just ponder on it. Um, share your thoughts with me. And yeah, I don't know. This is just something that popped into my brain today. And it's because it was something I was facing. I realized, whoa, I'm being so hard on myself because of all these factors that I just mentioned. Uh, beauty standards, uh, social media, uh, self-gratification, uh, striving, and how how basically everything around me is subconsciously telling me to work harder or telling me to strive or telling me I'm not doing a good, good enough, right? And uh, yeah, just think about it. Just think about it. Uh, start know when you're on your phone today just when you when you're scrolling start consciously thinking about what you're scrolling what 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 you're watching you know all right thank you so much for listening i shall talk to you guys uh next week oh as you're listening to this i am definitely on my way to tennessee for a school trip so yeah that's pretty cool all right thank you so much and i shall talk to you next week bye